Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here. Another episode of the Life of a Fighter podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, just like every episode, we're brought to you by the Life of a Fighter website, lifeofafighter.com. You can check out our shop for great products, our awesome services. We even have our clothing at lofclothing.com. My favorite program we have going on right now is our kudos program. You can go to our homepage, lifeofafighter.com, click on get started, put your info in, and I'll be reaching out to you to just kind of get more details on how we're going to get started. And yeah, without further ado, let's jump on into it. So real quick, just a quick highlight from the weekend, um, just super proud of all of our fighters that we had competing, all of our sponsored guys. We had uh, Michael Stout. Uh, first off in uh, boxing, a professional boxer that w- has been a teammate of mine for a long time and someone that we sponsor and work with. And uh, he fought for the ABO boxing title. Um, I didn't actually get to see it live. I was actually cornering some fighters here in Asheville or in Hickory, um, just outside of Asheville. Unfortunately, he lost. Um, tough fight. I know he's a good opponent and I'm sure um, he's bummed just like anyone gets bummed when they lose a fight, but I'm proud of him going out there, putting the work in. He's one of the best athletes that I know and just exciting to see him keep staying on the grind and transitioning into the pros and putting that work in. So props to Mike Stout. If you see him on social media, I'll put a link below. It's just Michael underscore Stout. Give him some love or check him out on Facebook. And then also we got to give a big shout out to Deuce. No Chill Carter getting his first uh, kickboxing fight in this weekend and really earning that nickname No Chill. Um, just man, fucking putting a pace in there, especially that first round. Deuce came out kind of crazy, uh, higher energy, and he's just a high energy dude. Fights at 135. I'm probably going to go down to 125 because he can cut that weight and just has tremendous energy. Um, Southpaw gives good looks, gives good pressure, and just, as he's fighting in that first round especially, he's yelling, let's go, every time he hits his opponent, um, which I thought was just amazing and very entertaining and really just kind of grabbed people's attention. Dude, the craziest thing about Deuce, he's been training like six months, um, no past experience, just six months into it, and just already had his first fight, winning with a dominant decision, and props to his opponent too, he was game, he hung in there, he was working, but Deuce just kind of got the better of him. Then Boo Boo had another fight after his last boxing fight, coming back to kickboxing. And man, he just fought a game dude, had really good fucking skills, and just was better that night. Um, You know, Boo Boo just didn't let his hand go how I think he can, and he knows that. And that's something we talked about after the fight, just letting your hands go, letting your legs go, letting it all kind of flow together. He seemed a little hesitant. I think sometimes... 
you know, in the first round, he got dropped. I think it was he got dropped because he was coming forward as his uh, opponent was throwing a straight, and it didn't rock him or really flash him as much as it just caught him with the momentum and dropped him to his butt. And they gave him a standing eight, and I think anytime you get kind of behind on the scorecards, you get a, a standing eight count, especially in that first round. In your mind, there's a variable that comes into play where you're like, shit, I'm, ba- I'm behind on the scorecards, and you're kind of a little bit more tentative sometimes, and you're trying to make sure it doesn't happen again. You're trying to make sure you stay tight. And then sometimes that just feeds into just a slippery slope of now you're falling even more behind, falling more behind, and you get a little more tentative. So that's kind of what it seemed like happened. He would let it go here and there, but just burst without setting it up. And um, we're just going to hit it back. I'm really proud of his bounce back because he's had some injuries and some things just outside of the, the gym and outside of the ring. He's been able to kind of overcome and just put it together. And uh, he kept his tooth in. So good job, Boo Boo, on that one. I'm just proud of the performance uh, as far as just putting it in and and really just kind of being able to come out of that and learning from it. And then Phil's fight against uh, Josh, which, man, I was so pumped about that fight. I was really looking forward to it. I'm proud of Phil's performance, man. I'm so proud of him. He put in the fucking work, man. He worked hard every day, multiple times a day on certain days, and just left it out there. And it's just... I'll be honest, I'm biased. I think that he edged out a decision. I think he definitely won 3-4, and I have to rewatch it. Could have been either 2 or 5. Um, I really lean more towards 5. I think 3-4, definitely 5, you know, could have been a split. But also, again, you know, in my opinion, how I was going into it, I think that anytime you kind of, and this is, in my opinion, Josh is kind of home turf. It's a, He's a local um you know, and this is not to take anything away from Josh. I think Josh put on a great performance. He had a great game plan. He hit Phil with low kicks that we just weren't actually expecting to the same intensity he threw. And then by the time we started addressing it a little bit more, it seemed like it started to do the damage. It was a little too little too late. And, you know, I, I just didn't anticipate that as much based on his last kind of matchup from Phil's first fight with him and also just his recent outings um, and what we kind of had from his fight with Alex before Alex went to Thailand. So not to take anything away from Josh, just props to him. He Great fight, great game plan. Um, good job on his part and his team. But, um, of course, I'm going to be biased and think my guy won. Um, but there's also things we can learn from from there. And I think there was even more opportunities Phil had that, you know, he put a good pace. There's a couple of spots where they could have given him, I think, a standing eight count or even potentially stopped it. There was one part where, you know, his headgear was coming up and that I think they stopped it while Phil was getting some exchanges off. And that, you know, could have been a finish there. Again, I'm, I'm biased and I'm going back looking at it. Um, but there was even some things that we definitely can learn from and improve on. And, but just overall great performance, five hard rounds. Um, and yeah, like I, I know that both came away limping from that and took some damage. So they're going to rest up and I'm looking forward to Phil just taking some time. We're going to learn for all of them, Phil, Boo Boo, Deuce, and even even for Mike Stout, um, just reflecting, looking out, looking at the footage, calculating what's next and just coming back better, stronger, faster and improving. And to me, especially for the fight game, it's the highest of highs and lowest of lows. And honestly, for a coach, it's hard for me now because I always so used to being in control as the fighter to be the coach and to have less control as far as like, I can't get them to throw the kicks. I can tell them to throw or the punches or whatever. And I also don't have control over what they're doing in the ring. I can set them up in training, but it's ultimately up to them. And it's hard sometimes to watch on the outside because like, it's so nerve wracking. You know what I mean? Like me, Jesse and Johnny, we've been talking about like, I feel like we're more nervous than the fighters because we don't have the control. You know, we're all fighters ourselves. So we're used to being being able to be in that control position so it was an interesting kind of um just overall night and it was a really cool venue shout out to the fight for team leslie jonathan marcello the whole team put on a great show they were dealing with a lot of variables it was an 
outdoor event at the uh, Crawdads Baseball Stadium. It's a minor league stadium for the Texas Rangers in Hickory, North Carolina, and it was a great venue. I thought it was a great show, and they dealt with weather last minute. You know, someone basically, I think, fainted, had a panic attack backstage, so they had to pause the fights. There was a lot of things going on of shit hitting the fan that they still kept it together, kept it very professional. They're probably one of my favorite promotions to work with and definitely my favorite in this region in North Carolina and the area around it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, it was a busy weekend, a lot. It was very like highs and lows, you know, and then we got, got downtime with Lena, some daddy daughter time yesterday on Sunday and we got to go to the fair. First time Lena got to go to the fair. So that was exciting. And yeah, just a lot going on. Um, just wanted to kind of catch up and break that down. And the way I translate that into everyone else that's not necessarily fighting or competing in any kind of endeavor is just the takeaway for life is you can set goals. And we've talked about this with goal setting and, and things like that um, and making changes. But looking at, we set a goal, we have a date, we have that time frame. We look at, did we accomplish goal? Yes or no? Okay, no. Why? What can we do about it? Yes. Okay, cool. Well, how can we continue that and keep growing? And that's exactly what we're going to do. And that's what I would instill in all you guys listening is, dude, you're going to get knocked down in life. You may even get knocked out in life, but the key is to get back up and keep moving forward. And you don't necessarily have to do the exact same things on, on why you got there, but reassess, reevaluate, and keep moving forward, keep growing and, and really make sure the why behind the what is understood there. That's something that I think when we have to dive deep, which I saw in Philly dove deep in those later rounds, because we could pull out his why, like, why are you here, man? You're here because you put in the work. You want this, you want this for a multitude of reasons. And these are them. And he dug deep and was able to pull that out and that's exciting to see and that's something I'm looking forward to pulling out with other people as well. Um, so that's kind of the, the big thing I wanted to talk about. And then a little bit on even like last week's topic, we talked about in our wellness and balance class that I always like to review a bit with y'all is hydration. And I've talked about it in other episodes, but this is to kind of recap some key highlights I thought would be beneficial is that um, as we age, our thirst mechanisms and cues will decrease and lower. So as we get older, our body becomes less adapt and prone to actually feeling thirst or feeling it when we should be hydrating. So it can take longer potentially for your body to make you want to be thirsty. And then you could already potentially be dehydrated and be behind the eight ball a bit. So one thing that I think can be tremendously beneficial is instead of waiting for you to be thirsty is to know what your goal is. So if uh, one good way to set a goal is take your weight and cut it in half. So if I'm 200 pounds, I should be drinking at least hundred ounces of fluids every day. And then what I like to do is I've seen people do this with different water bottles and different options is fill up one container or multiple containers and mark, put little hashes or times and write a time. So for example, if I take a gallon of water, which is roughly how much I'm drinking throughout the day, I'll make a dash a quarter of the way through and write 10 a.m. Then I'll write a dash halfway through and write 12 a.m. And then I'll write a quarter, uh, three quarters of the way through and put like 6 a.m. And then by the end of the day, eight o'clock, I should be done or almost there. Write little inspirational things. And that kind of helps you stay on track. Or having bigger flasks and having hydration options at work or wherever activities you're doing, even driving. Um, so that I thought was a, the biggest takeaway and understanding how valuable it is to hydrate because it takes as little as 1% fluid loss without replenishing it to see the negative effects of quote unquote dehydration. So if you lose, I'm 200 pounds, so 1% would be two pounds for me. If I lose two pounds, which I can lose very easily in 15, 20 minutes of a workout or just moving around and staying active, I'm going to start seeing the cognitive decline. I'm going to see maybe a little fogginess, my muscular 
muscular endurance will actually start to be impacted after about two to three or four percent um, hydration loss. And then it starts to just continuously slippery slope from there. So one way I find effective with clients and athletes and even just fitness enthusiasts is weigh yourself before training, weigh yourself after. Even if you were hydrating, if you lost whatever amount of weight, you need to put that same amount of weight, if not 10 to 20 percent more back after your session. And you can't just put it back with the fluid. You need electrolytes to come in with it. So whether that's sodium, potassium, magnesium, any variation of the electrolytes that you want, make sure you get those in as well. And that's kind of a real big key, you know, the bullet points I wanted to take away without getting too much into it and all the other variables. Hydrate half of your body weight and fluid ounces, have electrolytes, weigh yourself before and after training for the fluid loss aspect and put that back in plus 10 to 20% with the electrolytes there. And boom, y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed. I'm going to get this out to you as soon as possible so you can listen to it by Tuesday. And I will check you next time on the Life of a Fighter. Oh, and really quick before I go, make sure you're checking out our links below, but also our Fight Light YouTube channel. It's our new partnership. I've been putting up a Muay Thai tutorial episode series on there. We're going to put up um, a bio. I, I kind of did a little bit about me and then also Sanchai and Yakao seminar. Um, we're going to have Johnny and Brian from Royal Combat Club and some other great grapplers putting out some grappling tutorial videos and just awesome content. So check out the Fight Light video um, on Fight Light YouTube channel. You can just go to YouTube and check it or click the links below. I'll put it up on our social media and whatnot. And I'll even link from it from our Life of a Fighter YouTube channel as well. So thanks, guys. I appreciate y'all. Love you guys. Check you next time. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.